your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast. Alongside Chris Level, I'm Choice Woodman. Thanks once again to our friends at Cantex Roofing and Construction for sponsoring this podcast. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Level, happy bowl week. How we doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah, happy, uh, what, I guess, a couple of weeks away from the big day christmas uh oh yeah yeah we got, got got a lot going on college football movement all over the place so you drinking uh, coming, from a fire hose going, trying to keep up? <laughs> yeah it's uh i think i saw this um i saw this earlier it's like i think tech has had 11 or 12 players enter the portal, which is basically middle of the pack as far yeah. as big 12 movement um, goes. So, I mean, it's just a, it's just a way of the world right now. And uh, yeah, it's kind of been interesting to follow uh, each day. And th- there's probably still uh, another, another round potentially like post bowl game, maybe. Um, although they can't, you know, you can't really go take uh, on campus visits. Sure. If you do it, uh, you know, if you, if you enter the portal now, uh, for the most part, like really early this week when we're talking, you, you don't really have time to go see anything. You're going to have to do it all over the phone or Zoom or whatever it may be. Not yeah. that you can't get it done, but uh, yeah, it's been kind of been kind of interesting to, to to follow as uh, every team has certainly been affected. And it's you know, it's 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 not not a bad thing it's not a good thing it just it it is the way it is you know as we sit here at 11 or 12 uh, whatever that number is here in the early week as we record this do you think texas tech is done from a exodus standpoint pre-bowl game or do you think we could still get a surprise or two this week yeah i I don't know (laughs) (laughs) i i i I, I, you know odds are odds are maybe not i mean yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. Um, but it's just it's a, a peculiar thing to to watch it all happen because a lot of times it does happen all at the beginning and then you get the ones that kind of trickle along, and you wonder, okay, what what why was this decision made? You know, five days later after everybody else has had their you know meetings and and those sorts of things, what what causes the decision to be made after maybe even you've gone through some bowl practices. And maybe that's why it's been made, because you're seeing. You, I think you answered your own question. There you go. Um, I guess so. You know, yeah. but based on, hey, what you're trying to bring in here, based on who decides to come back, based on the young yeah. guys that are coming up or that are getting more reps than you in practice, or the freshmen that you maybe just uh, you know got True. a commitment from. Who the heck knows? Um, or maybe, you know. I mean, let's not be naive here. Maybe somebody reached out and was like, "Hey, man, got something for you on the other side. Just you know, uh, yeah, come, come see me." You know, I mean, very, very I don't know. easily. Yeah, but I mean, all, all the above, mm-hmm. none of the above. You know, some combination of uh, of what we just talked about. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of how it's how it's going. But 
Yeah, for the Red Raiders. And then, and then you have a guy like Matt Keeler, who was like, I think actually reported by one of the recruiting services that he was had intended to go into the portal. He's not. Yep. Um, then that, you know, and he's still on the team and going to participate in the bowl game. And mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows how that goes? And you you do have guys like uh, Loic Fungi and Cameron Valdez that I think are in the portal, but I think are going to participate in the bowl game. And you got a whole host of folks that uh, that are not going to. Yeah. Uh, participate and are, are you know they've played their last game as a red raider miles price jerron bradley uh, monroe mills Jaden york um uh, you know on uh nate floyd um mm-hmm. i don't know about brooke honore or not the the backup punter you know mm-hmm. i don't know what his status would be for the bowl game but uh yeah i mean and and then you've added you know you've added a quarterback Right. Um, you, you're you're going to add a punter. You're going to add another tight end. You're going to add a handful of offensive linemen. You're going to add. Uh, you've added a DB uh, recently, and so you know that now it, it's it's all kind of you know fascinating. Like those of us, I used to love when I was growing up, and still do. I love the draft, like mm-hmm. NBA, uh, NFL specifically. MLB is a bit trickier to try to follow the draft because it's sure. 50 rounds. And it's like, hey, we'll see in like five years, maybe, you know, <laughs> whereas most of these other ones, it's like immediate impact, right? right? right. And, and I loved recruiting, right? That's which is the college version of, of player movement. You know, mm-hmm. it's like this is the equivalent of like making trades and trade deadlines and all that stuff, which were all glued to social media or or one of the you know main TV networks when it's uh, the MLB trade line or the NBA trade deadline or the mm-hmm. NFL trade deadline or or the draft or whatever it may be, and this is just very similar to that. If you're like kind of into player movement and kind of fascinated by the the comings and goings, I mean this is your this is your space. It's driving a lot of people crazy, but this is just the way it goes, and it's it's there for kids to go get to play more uh go earn more mm-hmm. um get out of a situation that maybe doesn't fit them get back closer to home uh who that you know hey man this isn't the coach i signed up to play for yep. and there's all kinds of reasons and, and and all of them are at play like we just talked about about why you'd want to get in uh, after the initial wave so um it's been kind of fascinating to to follow but knew it was going to be like this it just oh yeah it's just interesting and yeah. So from you can answer this from a Chris level perspective or a coach's perspective, either one. Um, do you think it would be a better thing for the portal date, the open date? I think I believe that this year is December 4th to January 1st. Would it be better for college football or coaches if they move that starting January 1st through February or through through the whole month of January or whatever? Just so you have guys make that decision more after the bowl game and and that sort of thing where because there's guys that are in the college football playoff that are I guess you could even say behind the eight ball if they're planning on transferring but want to participate in the college football playoff and that's that's a whole month after everybody else is in the portal so do you think a timeline adjustment needs to happen there or is it in the right spot because coaches are already so busy in December anyway yeah the uh the the thing about um the thing about the timing of this right now, to your point, is that coaches 
like it, it's almost just insanity. Mm-hmm. You, you are trying to prepare for a bowl. You're yep. trying to recruit high school kids that are about to sign in in, in late December. Yep. You're trying to recruit your own players to stay. Yep. And then when players do leave, you're trying to fill roster spots immediately and trying to build relationships in a very short time. And, and I'll tell you what loses is like, uh, in, in some ways, is like the postseason football aspect of it. Whether yes. You're in a you're in a a lower tier bowl game, or you're at the top tier. All this movement is, is kind of affected in some ways, uh, and and so I don't know. Maybe I don't know the reasoning there on why it was earlier than later, but I think maybe it's because it's before that that early signing date. Yeah. So you just have a totality and kind of a, a, a better feel for what so. your roster looks like and maybe what you need to go sign. So. Um, if they didn't have their early signing date, maybe you'd be on to something, but I, I don't know. I, I, you know, it's, but this is what, you know, these, these folks get paid a lot of money, at least the, the, the head coaches do. And yeah. it's just a lot to try to deal with at the same time. Sure. Um, and it's, it's just almost unrealistic, uh, to, to put your best foot forward with whatever you're trying to do, whether it's in tech's case, prepare for Cal, talk your players into staying, uh, filling those those roster spots and hosting visitors because they've been, I mean, like like Texas Tech is is they're going to end up hosting like Thursday to Tuesday, you know, uh, th- this past weekend and into this week with portal yeah. visitors, and then you get on a plane and go to uh, to Shreveport on Wednesday, and then you'll play Saturday night. Uh, so that's you know, it's just, but that this is the way it is. And like the decisions made are going to absolutely affect what, what your team is or isn't next fall. Like, the, like these, yeah, yeah, I mean, that that's just the way this is going to go, but no, uh, no I mean, question you, about that. So, so uh, a couple of questions since we're on the transfer portal, we'll go there and then talk a little bowl and, and some uh, basketball, but um, a couple of questions from the audience. Kelly starts with what transfer portal target do you hope uh, that Tech's able to pick up? Well, you, you know, I, I thought about this. I mean, I, I think uh, the, the most important thing, and, and I don't narrow it down to, to one target, you, you need three to four offensive linemen that can come in here and help right away. Yeah. If If you don't get that done – and, and you know, and, and it's hard because everybody's looking for these folks. Exactly. Um, if, if you don't get that done, it doesn't matter who calls the plays, who's quarterbacking, who's who's carrying the football, what flashy receiver you may be able to bring in here, whatever. Um, th- th- it's a problem, and that's got to get fixed. They know it. They're trying. I mean, I think they're they've offered. At last count, I think twenty to twenty-four portal offensive linemen. Uh, I think you take you will absolutely Crazy. drop dead. Take three. I think you 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 are in a position where you take four if you could find the right ones, and as many yeah. as five. Um, and and here's the thing to answer the question: you, you you need you need some tackle and guard help. So it's not like you you just one position needs to be addressed. Um, and and I say, you know, three to four to five, because odds are, you know, however many you bring in, typically like a recruiting class full of offensive linemen, half of them will hit and then half of them will be like, okay, it's not, yeah. it's not quite, or not quite what we thought or hoped it would be. Yeah. So 
you hope your evaluations and, and all those things are really, really good there. And then you're and on top of that, because you're bringing it, you're looking at a lot of like group of five, um, you, you know, junior college, division two, II, division three types. And then typically, and in those cases, you, you have a guy that's maybe smaller uh, or lighter. And I think that's where you have to hope that one, your evaluation on his measurables, but then two, a lot will be put into what can we grow him into in a, in a short time frame, uh, yeah. like how, with our nutrition, our weight, our, our strength conditioning, how much, you know, can we put on to him because they're just not used to going against what, uh, what they'll have to go against in the, in the, in the big 12 conference. So um, that there, there's all of those things that factor in, but you, you'd love for your freshman to be able to play right away. It's just unrealistic mm-hmm. uh, to, to, so you're just trying to bridge the gap. You know, that's what you're trying to do. And this has been a position group that's been a bit of a problem for the last, what, seven to 10 years on. Yeah, you've had studs that have come through here, but it's it's just either been underdeveloped, neglected, lightly recruited, missed on some, whatever. It doesn't matter. But this is the position that needs a lot of help. And then the Monroe Mills thing, you know, him bailing out only compounds the problem. Yep. Yeah, one of your starters leaving you definitely uh, definitely hurts. So uh, one more transfer portal type of question. This one from Mark says, I lost it. It's on Twitter. Uh, it says, seems like the staff is quick to offer Division II and JUCO players. Will these players be able to live up to the Power 4 caliber talent? Seems like they struggle with the jump at times. Also, what's the scoop on Valdez? Well, they, they can. I think this is where you trust James Blanchard and Brian Nance and your personnel department on on your evaluations of, of these players. I think there's plenty of examples of guys that struggle to make the jump and then plenty of other examples to where, I mean, heck, I just saw like, a, you know, there's an SFA player that uh, that was doing some things in an NFL game over the weekend as an undrafted yeah. free agent. There's plenty there's- of those those types of guys that are stars at lower level schools that can absolutely play. Yeah, one of the most offered quarterbacks right now uh, is from Holy Cross, and he yeah. is—he uh, <laughs> everybody wants that guy. Um, but also, you know, I, I think th- there's a mantra that they go by Blanchard and stuff. What is it? See a stud, stud offer a stud. Isn't that what they've uh, said? Yeah, before? but but they're you know, and and they they factor in like uh, hand measurements, right. uh, wingspans, forty times, um, you know, jump. I mean all all these verifiable things, then you get them yep. in here and then you, you, you know, and they, they feel like there's a formula there that like will, will create more of a hit than a miss yeah. uh, over time. Um, and, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, like some of these offers. Okay. Cause you, you have to, there, there's a variety of factors at play there. One, these are offers that you could have made and evaluated leading up into the, the, the rush of power five, like portal entries. And so you can kind of be ahead of the game there Two, odds are, let's just be honest. They, maybe they are cheaper, (laughs) you know, to to potentially because the more, the more players you lose to the portal and the more players that you replace from the portal, the more caught, I mean, Joey said it the other day, I mean, it's the wild west out there. It's it's transparency. What's the value? What's the, the cost. I mean, this is the reality of kind of what's what's going on here. And I mean, this was the head coach of being very blunt about yeah. you know the this space and 
and all those things. And so, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I just think you have to trust your, your personnel department here that they've, uh, they've done a good job. And then with that, then you have to trust your coaches to develop and then your, your weight and nutrition folks to, you know, grow them up and all that. But like, you got, you got a corner Javon Jackson from, uh, Oh, is it Fairmont state? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's like six two one ninety, So he's got the measurables. Um, I think the book on him is he's a football junkie. He's got a bit of an edge to him mm-hmm. uh, and all those things. And he could come here and theoretically be a starter, you know, for two years, who the heck knows. But mm-hmm. um, so that's the, that's the, the, for all the negatives, the, 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 the potential negatives that people have about the portal, these are some of the positives too. It's like kids that are getting to play on a bigger stage than it's they potentially yeah. have uh, either. So um, anyway. Very true. Uh, so what about uh, Valdez? Mark's asking, what's the the issue well, there? Yeah, I, well, I, I think uh, I think there's a there's a very real chance that Taj Brooks comes back. Um, I yeah. think that you know they haven't brought any really running back folks in via the portal. Uh, you can kind of read some tea leaves. I think that the dudes that they've signed or are about to sign are really really good. Um, I, I th- you know there's you know, but who who the heck knows what Cameron's you know what his thoughts are, what his situation is, or, but I mean, if Taj comes back, he's not a starter. Odds are he may not be the starter, even if Taj does, does not come back mm-hmm. just because you've got, you know, bigger, faster uh, coming in uh, potentially. So um, we'll just kind of see what happens. I do think Cameron, Cameron's a case of, I thought he he gave you a different dynamic. Uh, mm-hmm. He just could never stay healthy and, get into any kind of rhythm and maybe Taj Brooks had most to do with not getting into a rhythm that he just was so good that it's like, yeah, we, you know, we got to leave him out there. But, um, you know, there's some tea leaves. You you can read them or not if you want. Uh, I don't really know necessarily, but I think there there's some potential reasons why. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that he's playing in the bowl game, I guess, I guess tea leaves speaking of that leaves yeah. opportunity that he could come back. You're right. I mean, I, I think Lowick's the same way. Lowick yeah. is in the portal and Cameron's in the portal, but I think if they intend to play for the, you know, for their team in the bowl game, I mean, I wouldn't rule anything out at this point. Um, sure. And if you're Texas tech, you, you know, I, I think you, you, you would, you would like to have them back. However, you're not going to, you know, beg or anything like that or promise right. any sort of, mm-hmm. you know, role or, or whatever it, it uh, but I, I think that in some cases, the devil, you know, is better than the devil. You don't um that's an old phrase okay. um so uh because the the only guy that they really lost at this point that i think i don't know, gave them pause was monroe mills that's the only one uh everybody else was like hey man good luck to you if we can do anything to help you let us know i mean when tyler shuck was in the portal committed to louisville he's still around the program and all those things he's i saw him the other day you know yeah. um he's got his tech stuff on and all that. And we talked about Louisville briefly. And I uh, said, Hey man, I did a radio interview about you in Louisville the other day. They're excited about you. And he was like, he looked at me and he said, I'll still get to wear red and black and it'll be Adidas <laughs> just like Texas tech will be wearing. And I was like, well you said go. young man, but he's you a, so easy to root for. Yeah. And I'm so glad. And, and I know these guys got to make decisions for themselves, but it's still, I'm so glad he's not going to play against Texas tech unless it was a yeah, game or something. I, I agree. I just love that he's he chose to go outside the conference and and that's 
That's you nice because you can fully root for him somewhere else. I didn't like the Donovan Smith deal. No, I, just, I, I hate that dynamic, the Baker Mayfield dynamic from yep. before. I mean, those are just not a lot of fun. But no, uh, no. but yeah, Tyler Shuck certainly be rooting for him, and he certainly has fond memories of this place, other than his injuries. You know. Yeah. Okay, so shifting over to the bowl game itself, a uh, couple of questions there. I Crane on Twitter says, "When does the team head over to Shre- Shreveport?" Wednesday. Wednesday. You mentioned yeah, be there Wednesday, there. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come home Sunday morning. And then uh, with that, there's always bowl festivities. Any idea like what what kind of stuff goes on for the uh, for the Independence Bowl there? Because w- last year, of course, the Houston Bowl has the rodeo that comes with it. And what what happens for the Independence Bowl? Yeah, that you know, I, I think that you know that there, there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of events, uh, yeah. whether you know, and and it's it, it, a lot of that. You know, there, there's some community service. Um, yeah. there, there's some there, there's some you know, a, a kind of kind of multi team you know functions. Sometimes teams really are all in on those. Sometimes teams are like, yeah, we're going to do the minimal. We're here. We're this is a business trip. Um, there's not just a, just a ton of stuff to do in, in Shreveport. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, is typically when a lot of that goes on and then Friday, right. maybe there's a lunch in it around noon on a Friday and then that would be it. Uh, you know, and then, and then it's uh, focused on, uh, the task at hand, but, uh, you, you know, all the while you're practicing and still going through your routine and all those kinds of things. Uh, Kelly asks, what young player are you most excited to uh, watch in the bowl game? Yeah. Um, How much play did these? I, I, I don't know. K- K- Kelly Valson, maybe if, if, he, if, he, if he gets to play at all. There's no – you know, it, it's funny because you see all these uh, – as a fan, I think you look at it and you feel real vulnerable. You see all these names just departing. I mean, sure. you know, there's still 110, 112 kids out there practicing. Yeah. They're swimming in players. Um, it just so happens that a couple of names that people recognize from the wide receiver crew. And so, you know, it, it'll it'll be much like it was versus Central Florida and, uh, and U, the UT game with the bulk of the wide receiver snaps going to Jordan Brown, Dre McCray, Coy Aiken. And then your 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 tight ends, you know, Brady Boyd is in the mix. Xavier uh, White's still around. Right? Xavier White is very much still in the mix. Um, you know, but then you know, Valson is somebody that uh, that I know they're very excited about. Uh, you know, and and so you know, and I you know, young offensive lineman Caden Carr, if if he were to be needed, um, I would have yeah. if Cameron Valdez was not going to participate in the bowl game, I would have told you Anquan Willis. Okay. Um, I think if Mike Dingle wasn't dinged up, I would tell you him, even though we've seen him briefly a bit sure. this year. Um, you know, but uh, you know, and obviously you'll get he's not young, but Jacob Rodriguez will be back in the fold now that uh that his you don't have to worry about the, the whole red shirt thing and he's not a younger guy. But uh with that at that position, you know, like John Curry, if he were to, you know, <laughs> there there's some yeah. there's some younger op- Marcus Ramon Edwards, you know. Um is is somebody that I know that they're very high on, just somewhat raw, but big and big yeah. and strong and fast. And he definitely got things. some special teams play down the stretch oh, of yeah. the season. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of youth on this team. But it, you're right. I mean, there's there's names that left, but still quite a bit of depth that you uh, that you're used to seeing out there that'll be playing in this game. Um, 
last one as far as the bowl game goes it says uh level cow is still a three-point favorite even though we've seen all these departures this is kind of what you're talking about all these departures for tech are you surprised at that oh sorry tech is mean, still a three-point yeah favorite. tech is a three i read that backwards yeah. yes thank yeah. you um yeah because i think your running game is better than theirs um and i think you know if there's any sort of crowd advantage you're gonna have it uh, true. um i just uh yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, and I think you'll be you'll be motivated and, and all those things. I think that maybe you're looking at, I mean, do they look at the fact that Cal's got no play caller and having to, to switch that stuff up and, yeah. and, and all that with uh, with their coaching staff? I mean, who, who knows? But uh, and bowl games are fascinating because, you know, I used to say like when I was in college and maybe I dabbled in a little wager on occasion, I'd always look at Allegedly. these bowl games and, and you always <laughs> would take the over because teams don't really practice tackling for yeah. about three to four weeks. Um, you have much more time to get into your bag as far as gadgets and yeah. having some fun with it. Cause these are these, these bowl games, most of them are, they're all exhibitions. And in some ways it's a, it's an early look ahead to the spring. Yeah. They're meaningful because they're televised and they keep score and, and those that, that don't, but then some teams show up, they enjoy the festivities a bit more. Maybe they're not focused on necessarily the task at hand. They're just kind of there because they they want to enjoy themselves or whatever it may be. Uh, but J- Joey's kids will, I I know, try to be there and try to win. I mean that's that's what uh, that's the way he goes about it. So, uh, but uh, it, yeah, not surprising on the on the point spread. And you know, Cal barely was here. You know, yeah. you 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 know, and and same really the same as Texas Tech. I mean, you won what three out of your last four games? They won Correct. three in a row to get to these games so you know much like you, you you know your best win was maybe what in lawrence on the road theirs was yeah i don't know what against a kind of a reeling ucla team at the time sure you know so I'd say so yeah yeah so the matchup itself uh what what do you anticipate a lot of running of the football yeah that's where it'll start yeah i mean i think you know for texas tech it'll be you, you know you'll uh I, I expect you to open it up a little bit because i think baron is much will, will be much healthier you yeah. know is will be uh much sure. healthier sure. i think that'll make a big difference uh into in what the the passing game looks like but yeah ultimately this will come down to wh- which group of of and 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 all that comes with it between taj brooks and jade not who has a better day um and and who's who kind of, you know, you know, can can do the best there or stop the other one the best, um, because that'll be kind of the bread and butter for both of these teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I expect, like I said, I expect a lot of, you know, I mean, look at their bowl game last year. How many kind of wrinkles and gadgets did you kind of get into? Yeah, you know, it's supposed to be fun. It, you've got a little more time to work on stuff. Um, I think the fascinating thing about this game is the is the coaches and the quarterbacks being able to wear headsets and talk to each other. You know, that is a, a sure. completely new wrinkle for this game. So, so is that just the bowl games only? Is that what it, it's, well, it's not every bowl game. It's just the ones where both sides have agreed to, to okay. do it. Um, I don't think it's, it's the playoffs. Uh, it's, these are just bowl, the bowl okay. games because they're quote unquote exhibitions, according to the NCAA and so they're just kind of, you know, floating the trial balloon up there to see kind of what it looks like. So what what you're you're talking about is is that now a lot of times when you see the quarterback walk up and put his hand up and go, okay, hold on, hold on, and they look over and okay, are we changing the play or not? 
Now yeah. they don't have to look anywhere. Just He's just going to listen. And I think that these head coaches or coordinators or whoever can talk to this QB, they can now talk uh, really to the quarterback through the play. Mm-hmm. Hey, pressure coming from your from behind you. NFL hey, has a cutoff, right? If I'm if I'm yeah, correct, they do. They don't have the technology in place, as I understand it, for for college yet, and which is why it's not ready to be just unveiled yeah. and, and all yeah. that. There's a cost element to it. But mm-hmm. if you read a lot about it, unless I've just missed something, I think you'll just be able to just talk through, you know, really just have a nonstop conversation with your quarterback if you're yep. the OC or the head coach or whatever. Uh, it's kind of fascinating. It's almost kind of like video game like. And I think defensively, you, you're going to get some of that too. You know, you're going to have, you know, a defensive lineman, a linebacker, and a and a, a DB at all three levels will each okay. be mic'd up as well. And I, I don't know if we're talking green dot designation or sure or what, but you know, and if you're if, if I'm to speculate, I mean Tony Bradford, Jacob Rodriguez, Rabbit would be those guys that would uh would, would be involved in the communication with with Tim DeRuder whoever they so that part of the bowl game I'm kind of fascinated by right. um I think it's it's changes the way you practice it'll change the way the game is played honestly yeah yeah definitely a different uh wrinkle as you call it all right uh over to basketball before we wrap this up level um Texas Tech last week uh, you can agree or disagree with the statement, but I felt like you had your most complete game at, at home, at least, uh, that you played when you, you beat Omaha by 29 points. Um, unfortunately, within that game, a uh, a big injury happens with Cambridge. We find out the next day that uh, it's a season-ending knee injury. So um, it, it feels like when Texas Tech is finally starting to play, you know, find a little rhythm, you, you take a pretty bl- big blow like this. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, Grant McCaslin's, uh, you know, rotation is is much like uh, your offensive line situation in yeah. that, I mean, Devin Cambridge was Monroe Mills. <laughs> okay. And yeah. you already had a problem, and now it's been compounded. Sure. Uh, so, you know, I mean, Grant told me after the Butler game, we've got to figure out a way to develop you know, or get, you know, create more depth and, and all that. And now you lose a starter, you lose uh, maybe your most versatile player, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody that had a ton of experience that was playing, you know, he started to just play better and better and better. Uh, and I, I don't know what you, you, you just, yeah, you know, it's going to put you in a bind. Grant will, will be tasked with trying to figure out a way. Uh, they essentially pull the red shirt off of uh, Kyron Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, and you know, between Lindsay and EY and um, Robert Jennings, you're gonna have to you know re- rework your starting lineup. And, and it's sad because you're right. I think they played their best game. Kerwin Walton really starting to kind of find himself here. Yeah. But now it's like, hey, this is th- th- where it was kind of a bonus in some ways compared to what you thought. Now it's like, dude, we gotta have it. Like, like we we gotta have some scoring from you every night to, yeah. to have a chance uh, in the league, man. The league may be better than it's, it's ever silly, been. isn't it? And, and, I, and I say this every freaking December. Yeah, you do. But it, it's it's you it mean is. it every December. Yes, it is legit. Um, yeah, I mean it, it is scary tough, and that and you're just you, you know you're you're very limited with what your your experience and ability to score and ability to rebound. 
Um, yeah. So, because you, you you've got your 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 guys, but then it just like there's this group at the back end that just hasn't been involved in that, and they've got to you got to grow them up in a hurry. You know, you just have to grow them up in a hurry. So, uh, got a question in the email from a guy named well, he signs it Big Tex. Uh, says level. Where do the majority of Cambridge's minutes go, and where does the scoring that Cambridge provided go? You kind of answered a little bit of that there, but yeah, you know, you know, I, I think, um, I, I think, you know, Kerwin Walton's going to continue to get minutes. You, you're just, you're honestly just going to be really small. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what, what, what concerns me is that, and, and I do think Kyron Lindsay and Robert Jennings are going to get some of these minutes. Ey maybe as well. Uh, but I think with your, you're wanting to go small and play faster that suits Lindsay more or Jennings more uh than than EY. Um I you know I, I don't really see if Drew Steffi factoring in. I don't know if Demorion Williams is really gonna factor in, but Walton, yes, uh Lamar more, uh Chance McMillan more, but you're just you're smaller. Yeah. You know, and, and or really inexperienced. But like, you know, I, I think, you know, do you start Kerwin you know, in, in place of Devin Cambridge and, and you're just kind of smaller across the board now with less punch off the bench. You can start Kerwin and then and then go back to how you were doing it and Chance McMillan and Lamar Washington come off. But when you when you made your run in, in Butler, it was Cambridge playing the five and mm-hmm. Warren Washington off. And now who kind of fills in that role? Do you just put, you know, basically five <laughs> guards out there? Or a very inexperienced Kyron Lindsay, or yeah, it's yeah, just and a... he's just and, and you'll people will see it. People have asked a lot about him. You'll see it. He's just got to mature and yep. and speed up with with this style like quickly. But you know he's going to make some mistakes. He's got some athleticism, and he, and you know like Kerwin, he he really needs to focus on the defensive end. Uh, I think that's where that's what breaks ties with minutes. But, but, you know, I, I watched Grant several times now this season, you just kind of gets frustrated with what's going out there. And then you look over the bench and you look up and down it. You're like, well, dang, yeah. um, there's just not, you know, <laughs> yeah. not a lot of buttons to push and this will be addressed and tried to, you know, attempted to be fixed in the off season. Yeah. I just remember how long it took to put this roster together because of the uncertainty of who's staying, who do we want to stay, who's going to leave and then who's going to, dupe you like kind of bacho did it's right. like we thought we can stay and then it's like hey hey dude i'm i'm out i'm going yep. to latte yeah. you know there's so, all that so uh real quick to wrap up with basketball you got a game against Oral roberts may already played it depending when you're listening to this podcast and then of course uh at the end of the week uh saturday right before the bowl game or kind of crossover with the bowl game vanderbilt uh in the dfw area it, still is this a game you think Tech will be favored in against Vanderbilt? Do you think they're still the better I do. team? I do. Uh, Vanderbilt's four and five. They've, they're they're going to end up having like a 10-day break in between games. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you never know. You know, the last time you played in Dickies against University of Houston uh, early on in the season, it did not go well. Houston sure. kind of beat you up a little bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think you can, you can beat a, a Vanderbilt team. Um, and, you know, maybe a small favorite, but – um, and then, you know, and I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think you, 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 you know, I'll be, I'll be there in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll be in Shreveport. Right. We'll be double duty on the same night. It, it sucks for everybody involved here, including us that want to be at, be both, at yeah. both and participate in both and all these things. Um, and then graduation, I guess, is going on back in, in, <laughs> yeah. in, in here in Lubbock. So it's that. like, yeah. geez. 
everything going on at the same time. Uh, but uh, yeah, it should be a fun night of, of Texas Tech sports. Uh, and there's just not many. I guess we did it. It was this way for the Texas game too, because you you were playing Michigan, and I guess right. that got wrapped up right before the Texas game started, or maybe it was it, it played out into the early part of the game. But this is almost the exact. Yeah, it was right about the same time. So, so it's very, very similar. Obviously, not ideal, but uh, let's hope hoops has the same result, and let's hope football has a better result. I, I hope so. Hope so, and uh, (laughs) I think, I think you'll get a pretty good opportunity for that to happen. So, level, we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Appreciate the time, and uh, hopefully, we get to talk some wins next time. I'm with you, and a lot will change, uh, you know, probably between now true. and the next time we talk because this Vanderbilt game will have been played. This uh, Cal game will have been played. Yep. There's probably going to be more additions to your roster between now and then. Yeah. Uh, I'm expecting you to add a, a punter and a tight end and and multiple offensive linemen and a receiver in the next, you know, one to five days. True. So yeah. keep your head on a swivel there. And, uh, We'll see what else happens, but a lot going on, uh, you know, Merry uh, Christmas to you early, but we'll talk uh, about this, uh, you know, in a week and kind of break everything down after it concludes. That's right. We'll sneak one more episode in before Christmas and, uh, and hopefully get to talk some, some good times uh, as we head into the Christmas break level. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. I appreciate you choice very (laughs) much. Keep hope alive, everybody. Yes. (laughs) I'm, I'm choice Woodman. It's been the ask level podcast here on Double T 97.3. You've been listening to the Ask Level Podcast, powered by Double T 97.3.